Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout this great nation, blessed from sea to shining sea by God Almighty, and we are grateful for that, and it is a grateful citizen that is speaking to you here today on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, live in coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the globe by means of our flagship station, Red State Talk, throughout the fruited plains of America. And I want to thank also uh, Loving Liberty and other terrestrial stations as well who replay our show uh, throughout the uh, day. So... Here we go. Here we go. And hey, later on, later on this week, you want to pay attention to my Twitter account again. Um, I FreedomWorks and myself in conjunction with FreedomWorks, which is um, uh, my partner company. I partner with them in doing a, a lot of things. I mean, to for the last 10 years, uh, you know, and we have a beautiful relationship. We have been producing over, oh, I imagine now for the last almost a year, these real talk segments, and they're just short clips. And you can go to um, freedomworks.org and check all of the type of things we put out on YouTube and all this type of things. But uh, I also link them to my um, email, uh, I mean, uh, Twitter account. Follow me on Twitter at RevCLBryant. Um, FreedomWorks has many thousands, hundreds, thousands of followers on their Facebook and Twitter and and things like that. But uh, me, I'm just a I'm just a, a squirrel living in everybody's living in my world, just trying to get a nut every once in a while. Yep, not the blind squirrel that comes across the nut every once in a while. I'm you know, I'm, I'm I'm constantly looking around. And um, man's got to eat. And that's America. America, you've got to eat. Yeah, we're all trying to find our little things to gather in because the winter is coming. I know it's springtime. I know it's springtime. But the oddest thing about time is that it, it's such an illusion and how fast it uh, zooms by and uh, autumn, uh, winter is coming and we don't know what we're working with here. We know that we're working with a deadly uh, virus that is a pandemic and all that type of thing, but we really don't know what we're working with when it comes to uh, the effects that it may have on us for years to come. 
And we don't know what we're working with, with diabolical people who are in uh, places of office right now. Pelosi is behaving in a very evil way at this point in time. Uh, friends, you are being, uh, and, and the, the clip that we're going to do later this week is going to deal with, uh, you know, the swindle that, that's happening here, you know, and, and how the American people are being uh, bamboozled all in a 90-minute segment. Uh, it's very clear. At Rev C L Brian, or you can go to FreedomWorks and uh, check out our YouTube postings and videos. Uh, FreedomWorks.org. FreedomWorks.org. My special guest uh, at the uh, top of the uh, next hour will be Paula White. Paula White, uh, Pastor Paula, good friend of the show, and I certainly am proud to have her as a friend of mine to come uh, on with us. She is um, spiritual advisor to the President of the United States. Uh, the other day when uh, the president, our national day of prayer, um, it was incredibly memorable what Pastor Paula said to the president from scripture referencing King David, who seemingly had lost all, had been carried off to Ziklag. God instructed him to go get it I will restore all to you oh Paula you work with that thing I've heard you preach that before I've heard you preach that and folks if you haven't if you haven't heard her uh, go, off, go off on that that I, I will restore all uh, you, you need to grab that one <laughs> anyway Paula's coming on uh, Pastor Paula's coming on uh, with me today, and um, we're going to talk about, um, you know, the spiritual fight that we are in. But when I tell you that Nancy Pelosi is behaving in a very evil way, friends, when we talk about $3 trillion now, you've heard me say it before, I'm going to tell you again, because this whole thing to keep uh, folks floating around and folks doing, uh, us doing our thing, is is going to cost us close to ten trillion dollars. Now, I was saying to some of us, and I don't care if you uh, liberals hear it, because you're you're the ones who are setting the stage for it to happen. You're the ones who are, who are actually putting it in place for us to to to, to do this. Conservatives, Republicans, you have. And an incredible opportunity, libertarians in particular. You have an incredible opportunity at this point in time to have that teachable moment with our young people. Because when we talk about this kind of debt, we won't, even though I'm going to be around here for at least another 60 years. I'm going to hang around for another at least another 60 years. I'm I'm uh, believing God has promised me that now I'll be around to give me a Moses blessing. That's what I'm looking for. I want to be a I want to be at least 120. Uh still strong of body, sound of mind and spirit. Uh and I'm going to find a way to make my eyesight just as keen as it once was. I don't think it'll take a whole lot of of, of pruning to do that or trimming up to do that. But up until I'm 120 years old, that gives me another 60 on the earth. 
well, you know, and, and, and so I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to allow myself to play into the hands of those who would thwart my dream, which is an American dream. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dream is an American dream because I am an American. So whatever I'm dreaming in this country at this present time, I'm dreaming it with uh, the, the, the standards in mind of me being an American. Yeah. But they would like to turn us into Americans. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Comes from a film. Uh, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? Somebody asked. Uh, uh, I think that was that really tough looking Mexican guy. Um, oh, I can't. Great guy. You know, and, and a great character actor. But he says, I'm a, American, I'm a Mexican. So I'm an American. Not an American. But Nancy Pelosi is putting into, listen, folks, do you realize that this $3 trillion uh, fiasco that she is wanting the president to sign has in it now $25 billion for uh, the post office when uh, we're, we're supposed to be uh, focusing these funds on uh, doing what we can to um, <laughs> help us survive. Uh, and, and I just don't see how uh, the post office getting $25 billion is I anything really pertinent to our current uh, coincidence and situation. Yeah. This has nothing, it is not coincidental with the post office, uh, what we're facing at all as far as I, if, if we didn't get any mail for, you know, a while, we, we wouldn't really need to spend, we still don't need to spend $25 billion on the post office. Hey, they're going to jack it. Once they get the $25 billion, they're going to jack up the price of stamps anyway. How much more money will that increase what they get in? We're being swindled. In the midst of a tragedy, have you heard it said you can't let a crisis go to waste? Oh, sure, you've heard it said. Rahm Emanuel, friend to President Obama, was there with his being chief of running things for, the, for President Obama. Then Obama uh, backed him and fixed it, so he'd become mayor of Chicago. He failed miserably, but during that period in time, we hear him saying, Rahm Emanuel, we hear him saying, you can never let a crisis go to waste. What is he meaning by that? He's meaning that during the crisis, while attention spans are focused on themselves, on ourselves, and survival, you had smooth better believe that the Democrats have in their minds advancing the agenda even in the midst of taking advantage of those who are in crisis. You can't let that go to waste. 
advance the football, advance the agenda. It's like the old Peyton Manning. Uh, it, 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 I can't re- remember who did that. It's the old uh, fake the spike that Peyton tried to pull off, and it would have worked. It should have worked if the whistle hadn't been blown, and he would have scored a touchdown. But he ran up to the line, fake the 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 simulated the spiking of the football. It, he sold it, sold it, and he. Of course, the ball was not down, so he began to meander toward the end zone, uh, pretending he's throwing a pass or whatever. And before you know it, he's in a full run toward the end zone. He still has the ball. The ball's still live. We're being faked out is what I'm telling you. Nancy Pelosi is faking us out. The coronavirus is not. It's real. The pain, the suffering that Joe American, Jane American, are, in fact, uh, experiencing. It is indeed real. But it's not real to Nancy Pelosi. The last thing, you know, and, and listen, folks, full disclosure. I love good ice cream. I don't have any. I may have some bluebell in the fridge now. Um, you know, I love their, my wife loved their strawberry. Jane loved their strawberry. I love their Dutch chocolate and butter pecan. And of course, bluebell vanilla is the best anywhere. Homemade vanilla. <sighs> I love ice cream. What I'm getting, what am I saying? I'm saying that the last thing I'd have done if I was Nancy Pelosi, but this shows you her total disregard for you. Because you, she is leading the swindle, or at least the people who pull her string. Nancy knows better. I, 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 don't, why, I don't know why she's doing this. I know she wants to hold on to power. She doesn't want to go out in disgrace. Uh, she wants to go out with a win, but I don't think that's going to happen. And so she's uh, becoming the biggest fool, uh, making the biggest fool of herself that she can possibly make of herself. She's actually letting us see behind the veil. Pelosi is of the deception that blacks and Latinos have uh, been experiencing for decades now in this country, four to five, six, maybe six decades in this country. Blacks and Latinos have been experiencing these lies, maybe five decades to be sure. It began six decades ago, but we've been experiencing the ill effects and the lies and the deception blacks and Latinos in this country for at least 50 years. And it's coming full circle now because the the methods that they use to drive the vote, control the vote uh, 50 years ago, all the way through that time period up until now, the, the method that they have used, they are now using on the entire um, country. And the method is you need me now. You, you, you must have me. You, you can't do without me now. If we don't guide you through this, if big government does not hold your hand while we guide you through this, you, you, you can't do without me now. 
That's the method that they used on blacks. That's the method they used on Latinos. You, you, you need me now. Let, if, if, if we don't help you get it, you won't get it. Because you, you were so oppressed and you were beaten down and you did start with a lead foot on your, a lead shoe on your foot. Yeah, and yes, you are the descendant of slaves. But what they fail to reinforce and what black people fail to see in themselves, what Latinos fail to see in themselves is that, hey, before they gave any type of government program to black folks, to Latinos, we had already learned how to survive and make it in this country. The only thing that we needed anybody to do, especially the liberal uh, white uh, Marxist who became the benevolent masters of those two demographics, what they truly wanted to do was become your and they did they did become your masters because they controlled up until well it will be up until 2020 they controlled you they owned you and they knew it they knew they controlled you they know that they own you and so they can abuse you because why do anything different you've put up with it all this time why would you stop putting up with it since you've certainly become dependent on the goodies and that's what's happening right now throughout the entire nation they're wanting you to love the spending, love the goodies, and they're not goodies. They are absolutely poison apples. Americans, you are being fed poison apples of dependency. And if we don't pull out of this now, the economy will be wrecked and the Ocasio-Cortez, Bernie Sanders model for this country will indeed take shape. It will take hold and you will see a nation that has fallen under the spell of peaceful slavery. That's what we must avoid. We must avoid that with all cost. We'll be back with more of the C.L. Bryant show here in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. I am C.L. Bryant building the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant show. Follow me on Twitter at Rev C.L. Bryant. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. My next guest is going to be Lucretia Hughes um, from Georgia, the great state of Georgia, and uh, coming up on the 18th of May. There's going to be the first of its kind uh, rally since the quarantine to uh, occur in Loganville, Loganville, Georgia. And uh, Lucretia Hughes is uh, spearheading that. She's going to be on to tell us about it here in just a few. And so hang around. Let's hear about that. The top of the hour, right after the top of the hour, I have my good buddy and friend, um, uh, Pastor Paula, Pastor Paula White Kane, will be on with me. She is spiritual advisor to uh, President Donald John Trump. And um, all it was just incredible. What uh, Pastor um, Paula uh, had to say prophetically to the President of the United States on this last National Day of Prayer just passed. And so we're going to um, uh, be with Lucretia Hughes here uh, shortly, and then we will um, be with Pastor Paula. Uh, white after the top of the news hour. And um, I want you to understand just how diabolical the design is on you, the American people. Yeah. When you, 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 you're able to see Right now, you're able to see how um, we end up spending and, yes, wasting so much money. It's, it's because there are things that are added to bills that we vote for, that we are for, that we tell our uh, congressmen to, yeah, send, her, send it on through. But we, we're, we're unaware of the process of how the pork, the pork works its way in that bill. You're able to see it now, though. When we talk about a, uh, a stimulus package for America that's supposed to be spending our money to help us combat Corona. And we have $25 billion in it for the post office. Friends, we're being swindled. 
And so, um, wake up. Wake up is what I'm saying. And so, um, coming on with me uh, now is Lucretia Hughes. And we have um, had her on the show before. And uh, since the quarantine, of course, none of us have been able to gather. None of us have been able to, um, you know, do our our relationship type of thing where we uh, see each other, hug each other, touch each other, that type of thing. And I'm not really sure when that's going to take, uh, that's going to actually happen again. But I do know a lot of people are beginning to break out and get together. And Lucretia's using, um, um, leading that charge uh, to doing that. And she's going to tell you about an event that's coming up on the 18th of uh, may it's called get right rally in loganville georgia help me welcome back the spearhead of that event lucretia Hughes. welcome back to the cl brian show how are you hey reverend brian how are you doing and first off condolences to your wife i've been following you i wouldn't say stalking but i've been listening to your words of wisdom i have followed you for years i remember in athens georgia when you signed that your uh, runaway slave documentary and handed it to me. I still have that. I just want to say thank you so much. It's an honor for me being on your show and I'm blushing. Bless your heart, uh, Lucretia. Thank you so much for that. Lucretia, tell us about the event that you've put together, Get Right, Get Back Right uh, Rally, uh, that is uh, coming up here. Talk to us about it. What's happening? You know what? To me, it's not even a rally. It's a celebration. It's my fourth annual celebration, and it's about God, family, country, and the support of President Trump. It's not about me. It's about like-minded individuals that believe what the American way is, the Constitution of the United States, and what the Bill of Rights is. And it is coming together with like-minded individuals to celebrate those first three because they never change it. Now, Lucretia, at our kickoff of uh, Black Voices for Trump, I saw you there, and uh, you're a part of that coalition as well. And uh, it is one that uh, I'm very proud to walk with people like you and many others, Herman and Kane from Georgia, all around there, uh, with you. Tell us, tell America, the world, uh, Red State is the largest talk radio uh, entity in the, in the country and most listened to. So tell everybody why you support this president as a black woman from Georgia. Oh, my God, I don't think we have time, but the, in a nutshell, you're looking at a woman that had four kids before she was 20, 20 years old. I am that stereotype that the Democrats, the liberals, and the left is always saying, you are a number. I'm not a number. I had mother and a father, but it took me to the age of 25 to wake up and realize not only I'm a mother, but I'm a, I'm a woman that's going to have to leave a legacy. When I decided to go to the Democratic Party in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and to make a change within my community, they said I didn't belong there. I gave up hope for a very long time. But when I started paying attention with Barack Obama, and I keep saying it because I fell for that, that snake oil salesman, I fell for the hope and change because all we was doing was picking up pennies. And then I realized this dude got only attacked by God, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for my sins. He hates the foundation of what the, the spiritual realm says a family shall be. That's God husband, wife, and child. And then when it comes to my country, I didn't see a flag anywhere. The military was downtrodden. The veterans were suffering. And everybody was paying more. 
how could you not get involved? Especially when I have seven grandbabies that are looking at me to make sure they have a declaration of independence or a bill of rights. Wow. LaCusha, that's why I got involved. That is strong. In a nutshell. That is strong. And folks, let me tell you, I've, I've been saying this for several years now. Michelle, uh, my producer and I, we talk about this a lot. Everybody knows that I'm uh, the father of three daughters and, of course, my son, who I'm proud of all of them. My son's a very wonderful husband. But my daughters, I'm very proud of, of them as well because I believe that black women uh, are, as far as the black vote, Lucretia, is concerned, I believe that black women will lead that turn around. Let me tell you why. Because as long as you all say it's okay for that black man to abandon that set in stone seemingly way, if, if the black woman will say, hey, it's okay. You can make a difference with that. And, and we should talk about that a little bit more. I've been saying that for years. And you've heard me say it here on the show. Is people like Lucretia Hughes. is people like the representative from Michigan who Michelle and I had on the show uh, just um, uh, last week. Who said exactly what you said, Lucretia. That she felt as though she was uh, being uh, set upon and, 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 and wanted to be harm done to by her own folks is that the way you felt about it i felt like that i was angry when i first switched uh, if everybody wants to say we switch i'm sorry i'm one individual that realized that the democrats what they had i can't be a democrat because i don't believe in abortion or genocide i can't be a democrat because i believe in god i can't i can't and i looked over not to the Republicans first, but to the Tea Party movement first, because the Tea Party movement meant the, the higher taxes that we was receiving within the Obama years, and it clicked with me. I don't want overbearing regulations. I don't want this tax burden. I just bought my first home. I understand now. And I decided to sit down and pull. I said, I pulled that chair off and under that table and sat down and said, I'm here. What y'all talking about that my grandchildren need to know? And a lot of people don't question these people on what they do. And when you go against the Second Amendment, and I'm sorry, when you go against the Second Amendment, and me used to be, because I used to be, I used to appoint the board of directors for the NRA. I'm just on the outreach now. We could own guns. The NRA was founded so black people, when we were free from slavery, and how did we become a whole new slave? I don't understand. But (laughs) you were trying to take away the one thing that protects us from everything else, and it's tyranny. And we're seeing it right. Absolutely right. And you know what, uh, Lucretia, when we we think about what you are saying about protecting those, so many of us seem to be uh, unaware of the game that's being played on us and how we are being hustled and corralled into this box. Reverend Brian, you know, I lost my son three years ago on April the 2nd at a Domino's table at a card party with a room full of people. And he was shot point blank in the head and nobody said a thing. Don't play the race card with me. Wow. Cause it don't work. Was that a black, was that a black assailant? Who, yes, it was. So now I'm son. another number. I got a black man in jail, a black man in the grave, and a black grandson without a father. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Lucretia, that's one of the reasons why I love to have you on. So where do we go from here? What's the remedy uh, for it? We all can talk about what's wrong, and we do that a lot. But uh, what we like to do is build bridges to conversation about remedies and solutions uh, on the 18th of this month. Uh, what is this rally about? What's it for? This rally to me has always been about those first three, God, family, country. That's always, always been. And then I, I, I realized getting a like-minded individual, that is our right to do. That is a given right by the Bill of Rights to come together peacefully, not protest, none of this stuff, but to come together and voice our opinions. I got 35 speakers coming from all over the United States. I have white, black, Hispanic militia you name it they're going to be here because that is what we have in america is the bill of rights to get together and i can't pay people but they always show up i can feed a lot of people and they come anyway and that is what i'm missing right now is god family country trump they shut down the churches we can't even we gave up jesus how do we get how do we get in touch with uh you uh, and how do people help you with this effort if they're so inclined? Wow. Um, thank you so much. Uh, it is the on Eventbrite. I'm shaking. You asked me that. It's Eventbrite Get Right Rally um, on Facebook. Get Right Rally. You can go. We have GoFundMe. Every proceed we've raised, uh, what, $1,000? And we're going to use what we have. Like yeah. I said, I can't pay people, but I can cook, and me and my mom is going to cook eight cakes. We're going to be grilling lit quarters. We're going to be having hot dogs, hamburgers, and it's all free. Bless your heart. So, hey, yeah. folks, this sounds like something that's really worthy. Give that out. Give that out again. Give that out again, Lucretia. How do we get in touch with you? It is. You can always look me up, Lucretia Hughes, or you could go to the Get Right Rally on Eventbrite. You could go to Get Right Rally on Facebook, and it's all free. Like I said, who's putting this on? Me, my mother, and my fiance. Wow. And my mother is 67, and she she got fired a weekend, this uh, pandemic, this virus. So she decided to make masks, and she's a seamstress. And that is how we've been um, making a living. We had to switch from being a small business owner and and one of the small businesses that we have is we make masks. Well, how does she, how do you get a hold of those? How do you get a hold of those masks? That's how we made it as a small business. How do you get a hold of one of those masks? <laughs> how do you get a hold of it? Oh, how do you do it? Oh, on Facebook. I'm serious. A lot of people don't have Facebook because I've jumped through so many hoops on Facebook. It's easier to be on Facebook than Amazon. So it's Lucretia Hughes Page Shop. And we hand make them, we uh, hand stitch them, hand. we have the filters on the inside that is CDC recommended because let's, let's people want them, we sell them. Mask may become a very big, way. mask may become a very big business, folks, uh, here in a uh, very good, big independent business here, mm-hmm. folks, in uh, this near future. Um, so the link is posted on uh, our C.L. Bryant um, website, the C.L. Bryant Show website. Go there. The link is posted to how to get you uh, Lucretia Hughes' mama's mask. Uh, get that one there. And uh, she's a seamstress and has it done. And, uh, hey, folks, I- I'm all in support of uh, people who are trying to do something for themselves. Lucretia, I know I that uh, the chances are I won't be able to be there on the 18th. That's just not going to be possible. Uh, so many things I have left undone. 
with my We appreciate you just allowing us to talk about it. Well, we thank you for coming on here with us today, and God bless you and keep you. Just about, uh, take about a minute, minute and a half, and tell us about legacy. What do you want us to remember? How would we like uh, you to us to remember Lucretia Hughes? Once you decide to hang up your spurs and sit on the porch and rock, what do you want Americans to say about you? She did that. That's simple. My grandma did that. What did did your grandma do? My grandmother walks the halls of Congress every year to lobby for our Second Amendment. What did your grandmother do? My grandmother was on the front line. What did your grandmother do? She did. I want to go down in history and have my grandbaby smiling all the way. She did that. She did that. Oh, I just love the way that you talk about your family and the love that you have for your children. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer uh, for you. Continue to fight the good fight, Lucretia Hughes. Coming up, folks, is uh, Pastor Paula White on the other side of a break, a spiritual advisor to the president, these two women. Uh, we want to thank you for being on with us, uh, Lucretia. Thank all of you for uh, helping us build this bridge daily to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryan Show. I'm serious about that, folks. When I tell you that uh, I think that what, what will turn the black vote around more than anything, more than anything, is when you began to get more black women like Star Parker and Deneen Borelli and Lucretia Hughes and, you know, uh, people like that, uh, uh, black women uh, uh, to, to speak out, speak up, Gail Wilson, you know, people like that, uh, speaking out and speaking up. When they start to do that, uh, Corinne Rankin, when people like that start to speak out and speak up, black women, um, they will make a difference in that black vote. Why? Because the black man, above all, and the, you know, let me tell you, it takes it, and you know, I'm not not bragging or anything. I'm not any of that sort. But you have to get to a point where you have to do you. Okay, you have to do you. And but um, black men do not want to be ostracized by the black woman. No, especially not publicly. But if in many cases, if you want to achieve what your purpose is. You have to risk the ostracism by everybody. That's how I got here. I achieve what my, I'm, I'm moving toward what my purpose is. I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. No, the Lord's not, I don't believe the Lord's not finished with me yet. But I'm moving toward that purpose. And, and a lot of times you have to be able to, you have to be willing to suffer whatever the ostracism is in order to get to where you're going. That's the obstacles you have to get over. Uh, you often tell people to become president of the United States, you have to step over a lot of bodies. Many times you've put on the ground. But, but you know, not, this is not nearly that <laughs> dramatic. I'm CL. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back on this great day in the USA with you. From sea to shining sea, blessed by God this land is. And friends, we cannot, we must not take that for granted. That You know, it's very easy to do, um, is to take our blessing, take what God has given us for granted. Um, you know, my pastor, uh, Pastor McManus James A., I mention him almost every day. Uh, he says uh, something, reminds us of something that many times we do forget. And that is, uh, if you forget if you don't um if you don't remember or fail to remember something's purpose abuse is inevitable and that's exactly right uh, america what we have done uh we had forgotten our you know <laughs> just what our purpose is it has been clouded um by foolishness. And the the thing that has led us to where we are with this foolishness right now is the idea that um, we have to have an equal outcome for everybody. Unless everybody wins, nobody wins is um, something you hear people say all the time. And, and, uh, that's just not uh, even feasible. Everybody will not win. It is not even, that's not even feasible. There will always be those who will be considered as winners, even among winners and losers. Even among losers, there are those who are winning. And there are losers among losers. And all you can do is live your life as best you can as God orders your steps if you're in his word. You know, but there's always winners and losers. Every, listen, uh, they're all go into any church. You'll find people there who believe in Jesus Christ And that's where you find that everyone's a winner because they are on the track to doing that. You can win over your life situation. Only Christ, in my estimation, can do that for you. In a church, that's where everybody's a winner in their own 
circumstance. But not everybody's wealthy. Not everybody has won at that game because of your own circumstance you, that may have uh, prohibited you from doing that at this time because of your circumstance. But you're, you're still a winner because you're not where you were. You have now allowed Christ to take you somewhere else and do something else and then give you a promise uh, that it will continue even a better way throughout eternity. You become a winner. But in this in this life only, uh, you know, you, you just have hope of being a winner and you die and there is nothing uh, pointing you toward anywhere else beyond this. This is miserable because if this is it. One of my great uh, uh, solaces and uh, comforts. Is knowing that there is reason and rhyme and order in the creation itself, which gives us the knowledge and even put into our founding documents by Jefferson that we have rights within ourselves that are not physical. There are rights that are infused into this physical being by the soul that is contained in it. And those rights are given to us. They're intangible. You can't touch them. Nobody can take them away from you. Even though they can enslave you physically, they really cannot take away something that is inalienable within you. That the creator put inside of us to make us all equal. And that is our desire to have life, liberty, and the ability to pursue our happiness. That's what makes us exceptional. As an American people, a true American believes that. A true American believes that that is what the difference is in us and anywhere else in the world is that here doesn't matter where your father came from, even if he came up from slavery. Here, that same father can be a man of means and achieve the American dream. And that is to keep his family safe, keep his family warm and dry, fed. That's a personal responsibility of every individual American who is the head of a family. The dream is that you are able to keep them, your family safe, fed, warm and dry. That's the American dream. If you have those bases covered and you are secure in those bases, you're you sleep good at night. And that's all any one of us want to do is to be able to know that we got those bases covered and we can lay down and go to sleep at night. But, you know, Rush, in my opinion, is absolutely right. There is a foot in this country, a movement to. Uh take down this economy to wreck the economy 
and to get rid of President Trump. That is the goal of Nancy Pelosi, to wreck the economy. And with a wrecked economy, you can then uh, make a, a better case because they have no case now. But Americans um, will um, look at who's in office if the economy goes to shred and it doesn't bounce back and they'll want to make that change. So the Democrats, the, the, the Democrats, their first, their, their, their job now is to wreck the economy. Because I think what we're going to find when it's all said and done is it, 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 it can be contained in that tweet that I sent out the other day and the, the, the tweet said this, if mask work, then why do businesses have to shut down? If the mask work, right? Why do businesses have to shut down if the mask work? Huh? And if the mask don't work, why why are they saying we, we need to wear them? And if they don't work, then that's an indication that this truly is a part of some type of deception. And for what, we just don't know. But I think we're going to find that we went through all of this um, type of thing uh, without really knowing that we didn't have to go through all of this. We might have needed to do the spacing and all of that. But friends, if people have been going in and out of Walmart for years, and folks are saying, well, Walmart, make sure it's, uh, you know, you know, safe and clean and everything. Well, well, the place where you work is probably much smaller than any Walmart. And if you can't govern your surroundings, uh, making sure that they're sanitary, even if you throw in another five, ten dollars a week to hire somebody to sanitize that place, with, with your co-workers to make sure it's sanitized. Well, somebody can make a very good business if you go into business to do a sanitation, a sanitizing business, office sanitation business. You go in and sanitize that office every night. That's why, oh my goodness. And that's not taking advantage of a crisis. That's seeing opportunity where there's a need. That's what you do in America. You don't take advantage of a crisis. You, 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 you fill the need not to fill a bill with pork and make the American people pay for it. No, you create a capitalist, you create a job in capitalism where, you know, you're not draining the government, you're creating a job that will pay into the government and support everybody else who may need the help, not those who are trying to make a hustle out of the government teat. You know, Oh, if the Democrats have their way, we all will be suckling at the government teat in one way or another while we ride the back of whom? The other wealthy and the middle class who still have their jobs. Your taxes by necessity um, are going to have to go up at some point. You may be dead when that actually happens. 
But your sons and your grandchildren, your sons and daughters, your grandchildren and your grandchildren, they're going to ask you, and I'm going to be around, like I told you, for another 60 years. Now, I'll, I'll be here to answer the questions for them. <laughs> they're going to ask you, of you, because some of you may be gone, you know, to try that world unknown to us who are still trudging around on in this one. They're going to ask of you, what were you thinking? Because now they're going to be taxed out of their minds just to have a, a paved street. Who knows? We have an abundance of gas and and oil and gasoline. I think they'll they'll have a a decent um, uh, fuel and energy base, but food is going to be incredibly high. And running a government that is trillions of dollars in debt, close going toward forty five trillion dollars in debt. God, we can't sustain this. We have to bail out. We have to reopen our, our country and get back to work. We must get back to work. We can't sustain this. Coming up after the top of the hour, uh, Pastor Paula White will be my special guest. And um, all of us, all of us were just... Um, bowled over at the prophetic words that Pastor Paula directed toward the President of the United States telling him that God will restore all. Oh my God. It was uh, so inspiring. It was so inspiring. Uh, Pastor Paula uh, helps lead uh, evangelicals for Trump. Um, I serve Black Voices for Trump, on the board of Black Voices for Trump, on the advisory board of um, Black Voices for Trump, and we're going to have Paula, Pastor Paula on with us. I want to look, I want her to help us look into um, what is happening to us on the surface, but what's going on in the spiritual. Um, I, we want to talk about that. Because Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show.
Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of the C.L. Bryant Show. Coast to coast, border to border throughout the Fruited Plains. Over our flagship station, Red State, Red State Talk Radio, which is the largest talk platform in the country and the most listened to. Hey, thank you so much for coming along with us daily as we build a bridge to conversation. If you're traveling through Times Square, which is beginning to pick up a little bit of life right now, uh, look up above iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and there you will see the Red State Talk billboard above Ripley's. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there on the billboard. No C.L. space looking right back at you there in Times Square, about a block from where they dropped the big ball. Hey, we're going to go back to work. We're going to have it all restored. I believe that with all of my heart. Um, Pastor Paula White is someone, as you know, have been on this show on numerous occasions. I uh, had a chance to uh, visit with her and talk to her um, down in Florida a few months ago at Evangelicals for Trump. And uh, many times she directs us in prayer and with her uh, God-given wisdom on calls that we uh, have in order to get this president that I believe God has anointed for this time to lead this country. On our national day of prayer, Pastor Paula, in my estimation, stood in the shoes of a, a modern-day prophet in the shoes of Nathan when she prophetically said to our president, Donald John Trump, God will restore all. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show, my good friend, Pastor Paula White. Thank you so much for being there with me. It is great to be with you, C.L., and with all your listeners. Thank you so much for all that you do, and always an honor to be with you. And uh, what a time we're living in. Amen? Amen to that, Paula. Tell us this. Give us the backdrop on your thoughts on that day when of prayer, when you uh, had a chance to speak to so many millions of Americans, but then there was God's anointed for America at this time. You turned and you spoke to him. Talk to us about that. You know, CL, I really felt the weight of that assignment. I take the assignment that God has given me extremely serious. And when we talk about a burden of the Lord, we know there's that place that it's not a demonic burden, but it's it's a weight that God puts on you to labor in the spirit. And what do we mean by that? Uh, we were looking at National Day of Prayer and what would it look like this year? What would we do? Um, who would be able to be there? Everybody had to be in driving distance. Of course, um, I work as an SGE, a special government employee, uh, a spiritual advisor to the president and uh, over the faith uh, centers, which are our faith opportunity initiatives. And as we were planning it out and, and looking and taking day by day, uh, we knew it'd be an interface service and I was commissioned to pray. And I immediately, and I normally wouldn't say this or make this public, but, but I felt that weight. I was like, this is not just any prayer. God, we are in the most critical time in my lifetime as a nation. And I know what it is to really have clarity as all of us who have a relationship with God. We know when, what it is to pray and we know what it is to pray. 
when you really understand, okay, I've heard from God, which is not the easiest place to get to. That means we've got to die to flesh. We've got to, you know, crucify that flesh. You're going to have a thousand distractions. And so I did what I've had a life of 36 years of doing. I, I went into fasting and prayer and I asked my husband, I said, then fast, I'm going to pray and walk myself away. I've got to hear from God. Um, I knew that we'd each be praying a few minutes and, uh, kind of the setting and the situation and circumstance and I think I scoured from Genesis to Revelation and you know CL sometimes you can be inspired by someone I'll call Archbishop Duncan Williams pop and I'll just say pray activate the guys to pray for me you know I I really feel this in my spirit and so the the bottom line is there was not a inspiration by a person there was not a um, sometimes you listen to a sermon or and like I'll come away with 10 sermons I think I can <laughs> preach because you'll be inspired yeah. by yeah. the gift and the anointing on someone else's life and how God's using them but this was one where God said get alone with me I want to speak and I know that at the end of the day it is his word and it is his name that he honors his word is his covenant his rule and there's no other name above the name of Jesus Christ Amen. and it All of our words can be articulate or fancy or be anything, but at the end of the day, it is his word, his rhema word, his anointed word. And so every scripture I felt the Lord gave to me. And I mean, I was literally like trembling. I was like, okay, God, let this be your order. Let this be. And it was just line upon line that the Lord said, I'll say the hand I saw, you know, I was studying and I saw where 70,000 had died from a plague and God said, enough. We could see it. I thought the Holy Spirit say, no. We could see it. Paula, preachers who preach the gospel, and and, and you and I have been been preaching a long time. We could tell you were laboring with something. There was something that was about to be given, that was birth about to take place. Talk, continue. I'm sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're so right, and that's exactly what happened. And and so I delivered line upon line of what, what was truly, for me, a thus saith the Lord, and I knew that there was a prophetic word. I knew that there was a word. And people that don't understand, what, what does that mean, prophetic word? Well, to prophesy doesn't just mean to foretell. And there's many different, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I'm not saying all of us can be used by God for words of knowledge, for words of wisdom. Amen. And, and so every person who is a born-again believer who has a covenant with God can be used by his spirit. And so it was simply... Uh, prophesy is not necessarily to foretell. It, it can be inclusive of that, but it is to tell forth. It's also a shifting of things in the spirit, which are what declarations, Job 22, verse 28, I declare a thing, I decree a thing, and it is established. And so God said, make these declarations. And literally at the end, I knew there was a word for, specifically for President Trump and then for our nation. And the Lord took me to First Samuel 30 and, and said, David was having victory after victory after victory after victory. I mean, it was just like he was cleaning up. I mean, it yeah. was like the undefeatable yeah. is like economy roaring and soaring, you know, the kingdom being built, the everything being established, the anointing was on him. And then suddenly there was a lag. And Ziglag was the most devastating time, yeah. really, of his life. And, and he came back with his men thinking, okay, this is celebration, this is a great time, and we know the story. The city had been burned, his wives had been taken, which represent his hope, his children, which represent his future. Um, his own men spake of stoning him. There was mass confusion. 
I mean, we could say political unrest, economic distress, everything. And David literally put on the ephod. He wrapped himself in prayer, and God gave him a word. And the word of the Lord was pursue, and without fail, you will recover all. And boy, it hit my spirit so strong. And I just knew the word to President Trump's this nation is pursue, and we will recover all. And now, of course, the enemy wants to do everything he can to use circumstance situations to make that look. But remember, we're not fighting a natural battle. We're fighting a a spiritual one. So we've got to deal with the spirit of fear. We've got to deal with uh, perceptions that are not real. And I'm not saying that there's not some real problems and that there's not a serious situation. But I'm saying we've got to walk in the wisdom of God. We, we have to understand. It's just like when I, Deborah, rose in first Judges chapter 5. It's yeah. because village life had ceased. And the highways and the um, byways were unoccupied. Village life means warriors. The mighty men of God had ceased. It literally means to desist, to come to a standstill. Because no nation is ever meant to come to a standstill. Yeah. And so we have to spiritually activate and those that would be of a natural mind wouldn't even understand. They'd be like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, we know that, that our weapons are warfare, are not carnal, but they're mighty to the point of strongholds. But by the, by the power of prayer, by the power of fasting, by the power of declarations and decrees and going behind that and then enforcing them. Amen. And so there were so many millions of people that there's three different types of people a natural man who has no understanding of god whatsoever they're blinded their their conscience can be seared then there is a um carnal man which is born again but they're led by their five senses what they see what they taste what they feel what they touch what they smell but then there's a spiritual person and a spiritual person is a person that is born again but has a mind and a heart that is connected and controlled by the holy spirit so when we, you know, it, I already knew because it, it, there are spiritual people that when they hear the word of the Lord come forth, they hear God speak because God can use a donkey. You know, we're all just, we're just vessels. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're just earthen vessels that he puts his treasure in. And so God can use use whomever he wants for whatever assignment he wants. But when people hear they hear God. It's not the person they're hearing. Right. And they know spiritual-minded people and spiritually connected people know what to do, what I say on the back end of that. They begin to enforce the will of God in the earth. And that's the power of that. It's not just like, oh, wasn't that nice? Yeah. No, when God is speaking, God is making a declaration against the wickedness that would come to bring destruction upon America, upon the world, upon his plan upon his will and so we understand we bring the will of god to pass through prayer and so that was the importance that the national day of prayer was not just uh you know president was so i mean from the beginning see how he was when i met with him before you know most of us work remotely yeah for the last six weeks so when i first met with him um boy he he just always was the church has to be at the forefront of this. He understands the power of the church. He, he understands the power of God and the power of faith and the power of people with that. And and immediately, uh, his leadership, he said, 
we have to call the nation to prayer and fasting. And so people knew that on March 15th that he made a proclamation for the uh, day of prayer for the coronavirus. But it wasn't just for that day. It was for every day until we see this through. Is it because, Paula, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it because of, uh, let's just say, well, you and I know the name of Jesus Christ and everyone who's listening and many, so many of the listeners, I'd say 90% of them are uh, people who are of faith, uh, spirit filled. Well, that's up to them and the Lord. But we, we will talk about that. I want to bring you on. I want to talk about some things, uh, really, about this spiritual warfare that we're in. I, I want to give you a whole hour to come on and talk to us about that. Yeah, but we only have about. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I only have about five minutes left here, but I want you to address uh, the spiritual warfare that we are facing in the midst of this COVID thing. The Chinese, and of course, folks, I am not trying to besmirch anyone of any Asian heritage, but the communist Chinese of China, uh, that it, it is something evil that has been been happening for a long time that is now uh, revealing itself to all of us. And there is spiritual warfare as far as I am able to see that is going on that, Pastor Paula, if you would shed some light on what we're not seeing as far as this is concerned. Well, what's so important is, like you said, I come back for an hour and really help people understand that we, we it's so easy to look with these natural eyes, but really there are spiritual eyes that Proverbs chapter 20 says it is the Lord who opens the eyes and opens the ears to hear. Ephesians 1, 17 and 18 says that the eyes of our understanding might be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints. It's Ephesians chapter 6, uh, verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and this is an important part, but against principalities, powers, wickedness, and darkness. So God clearly lays out, you see it in the book of Colossians, and you see it in the book of Ephesians. You see the kingdom of God, and then what Satan does is come to counterfeit the kingdom of God. So whether a person is aware of it or not, you have an enemy. That enemy is not a person. That enemy is Satan. His name can be the devil, Beelzebub, Satan. He has one-third of fallen angels, which already tells you you've got two-thirds more working on your behalf. He's not greater than God. He has already been defeated. But we have to understand, in this earth, he still has access. And with that access, yes, the finished work was on the cross, but it is up to God gave dominion to man. So when he said, let man have dominion, he legally transferred over dominion. So when we messed up, there was the fall when sin entered in. What happened is, you know, we gave up our rightful place. Jesus Christ came, and by the finished work on the cross, remember, he restores that. Now, who does he restore it to? People who he's in covenant with. And that's the importance. So people who have a covenant with God then can walk in the dominion. That's a whole lot of teaching right there. They can have all power both of authority both in heaven and in earth. And by the vehicle of prayer, they bring the will of God to pass. So number one, there is an enemy. Your enemy is spiritual. You're at war. If you don't understand that, you're already a casualty to that. And good people can be used by bad spirits. So even us as Christians can be influenced by spirits that make us, I say make us, that we yield to, right? We'll yield to that. 
But on a deeper level, the highest of that spirit is called a principality. A principality has authority to rule over nations. They particularly work within political systems. So like you said, when a nation is communist, the Bible says it is wickedness is an abomination to God. And so when there are wicked rulers in place, there is going to be harshness. There's going to be the antithesis of what God sent his son for to give us life and life more abundantly. There will not be freedom. There will not be liberty. There will be extreme bondage and captivity starting first and foremost spiritually. So absolutely, the war that we're fighting, there's an actual war. I love how the president calls the virus the invisible enemy. Yeah. Because even by saying that, he's acknowledging there's a spiritual um, force behind this because it is the enemy... God is a good God. It is the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So this goes beyond people's political affiliation. Hopefully they aren't that carnal or natural. This goes beyond. This goes to an understanding of who you are in God and what you're assigned to do. And whether or not a person likes or agrees with everything with President Trump or not, uh, you know, I personally know him, so I, I have a personal perspective and understanding of who he is and know him in a much different light than maybe many other people in the rest of the world. You do have a responsibility to the Word of God and to your covenant with God, and therefore you have a responsibility to pray, to enforce, and to understand. Now, the Bible goes on and gives some real specifics. And like Paula, we're going to have to leave it. Listen, we're going to have to have you back on. And I mean that for an hour. Michelle, let's set that up. Let's get that uh, uh, set up because I want America to hear from your perspective, someone who knows our president, someone who knows him personally, someone who spiritually is advising him and someone who gave an incredible word uh, to our president, a prophetic word to our president on National Day of Prayer. My good friend, the friend of the show, a friend of ours. Paula White. Pastor Paula, thank you so much for being... Love you guys, and y'all be blessed. So you... glad to hear people are out at Times Square. Yep, they're coming out. Reopened. They're coming out. Wisdom, but in the name of Jesus, we're going to recover all. God bless you. God bless you. God bless Ta you, CL. Talk to you soon. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Pastor Paula White, uh, pastor of the New Destiny Christian Center there in Apopka, Florida, uh, also spiritual advisor to President Donald John Trump, friend of this show and a uh, friend of mine. Certainly glad to have her on. I'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
hands are lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. My uh, special guest. <clears throat> Boy, my special guest today has been um, Lucretia Hughes, and she was from Georgia. And she has a uh, get back right day going on down there. She's a Trump supporter uh, there. And um, great, great, great story. And then uh, right after the top of the hour, um, pastor, spiritual advisor to the president of the United States, um, pastor of the New Destiny Christian Center in the park of Florida, author, friend of this show, a friend of mine, Paula White, Pastor Paula White, was on with me. And friends, I got to tell you something. If, if you want to do it, you can Google it. You can Google the clip of her prayer in on the National Day of Prayer. And it was um, absolutely inspired. It was anointed by God. And she spoke to the president of the United States, and uh, it, it was one of those those moments. It was, it was one of those moments where you know that um, you were hearing the right words <clears throat> at the right time to the right people on the right occasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are struggling, we are fighting, we're battling against rulers of dark agendas. I again reiterate that I am not in any way besmirching the names of anyone who is Asian, uh, ancestry, or anything of that nature. I'm simply saying that the uh, communist Chinese, Chai Coms, as Rush would say, they have this agenda that we must not be naive about. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they have an agenda that we must not be naive about. So, it is, it is to, listen, we, as much, as strong as this nation is, America is, we have not used our power to dominate and enslave countries that we have vanquished. We, listen, we could own Europe. It was our strength, our might that liberated them. We could own them. The beaches of Normandy belongs to us. We liberated France. We own them. By rights, we own them. But we have never used our strength for that type of purpose. We've used it for good, for the most part. We've used it for good. Oh my God, yes, there have been 
some horrible times in American history. There's been, been some horrible times in your history. So why wouldn't you think there would not be horrible times in a nation's history? Seeing how it has, it has it's true that there's been horrible times in your history. And a country cannot be any uh, better than its citizens, its inhabitants. A nation cannot be any different, any better than the people who inhabit the nation. And so that is um, where we are now. That is what we're trying to achieve now is the feeling that we're not living our American lives in vain. Yeah. We, we're, we're, we're a force for good in this country. And we don't <clears throat> want those who are a part of us, those of us who are Americans, to be a part, to be privy or, or to be instruments to the American downfall by weakening your own nation talking down about it to not only others but people who internationally. There, there are people who go out of their way to make their own nation a villain when we by rights could in fact dominate all of Europe if we wanted to. And including Germany. Yes, France, England. Oh, we could have made it. We, we, the, they could have been us. Our empire could have been that large. All of Europe. We liberated them from the axis of evil. The powers that were going to crush them. Now, for our trouble, our children are calling us evil. <laughs> Isn't that rich and special for our trouble? Now, our children are calling us evil for being strong. That time has come when good is being called evil, and evil is being called good. Who in their right mind could call um, the tactics, the antics that Nancy Pelosi is trying to pull good? <laughs> and, and, and hey, listen, ch check this out. I actually uh, got into a conversation with a, um, somebody the other day. Well, you say that, you say that, but, you know, Trump, he's, he's got these people in concentration camps down there on the border. Oh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, my. Derangement syndrome is knowing no bounds. 
Trump derangement syndrome is off the chain. We're talking about how Nancy Pelosi is playing games trying to block things from helping you as an American citizen and your concern is about people down on the border who are not citizens of this country, who we are taking care of in the midst of this coronavirus, and you are trying to blame him for their plight when they are the ones who used their own feet, hands or whatever, to travel to our border and wanting now to enter into our nation illegally and Trump's the bad guy? That derangement syndrome knows no bounds, does it? We can't be responsible for people who are fleeing tyranny when we're trying to flee tyranny ourselves when we're looking at a a house of representatives that is gone crazy wanting to blame the president for all kinds of things that simply are not true they are not true and if it were not so I would not saying it if he were guilty of any of that if if the president of the United States and here I am the son of a World War II veteran he fought in Italy and North Africa those were the campaigns where he went where he fed because my dad was was the the frontline cook was one of the frontline cooks well he was way behind the front line but he was frontline cook you know he didn't want to mess up the, the what caused the army to travel on his belly. And, and, and you know, I'm his son. He's in, he toured Italy and North Africa, feeding our soldiers. He was one himself, of course. I am the great. I'm the grandson of a World War One veteran. Yeah. I am the great grandson of a world of, of a. Um, Spanish-American war veteran, Spanish-American war veteran who was there in Cuba shooting as cover fire, providing cover fire for Teddy Roosevelt. They stormed various hills. They took various hills. being their son. What would I look like supporting a president who, in in any way, who I have looked and examined and uh, in, in every way you can possibly imagine, and there is no way that he is a Russian spy or operative or colluded with any type of Russians. If he had, what would I look like as the son of men who have braved the the rigors of war to support someone who is totally against what they're for. 
what I look like not to support a candidate, a president, who has been the best news that black folks have had in this country for a long time. And, and, and you know what's so crazy to me is that um, well-to-do liberal black folks, black people, you can hear them saying things like, uh, yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's only for those who are, you know, making X amount of money. Well, that's you, isn't it? <laughs> so it is helping you, isn't it? So if it's helping you, then if you're not happy with the way it's working out, then you can take your blessing because it's helping you. And go and find that person who you say is not helping and you help them. How about that? Let me know about them. Let the president even know about them. He'll help them. But 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 the best thing is you, you're trying to preach a sermon. Let's see a sermon. Why don't you why don't you help them and do something for them instead of complaining all the time about what ain't happening? Why don't you make something happen? That's what this is about. But what's what the problem is this, folks? Uh, we have become too attuned and too spoiled as Americans. Where we we have we we're soft. Oh, we're soft. Our children are particularly soft. Lord help us. Lord help us all if we had to rely on them to shoot squirrel for supper. <laughs> oh, and rabbit. I ain't eating no armadillo. I ain't eating it. But I have eaten uh, possum and I have eaten raccoon. Sure. I got to say this, I got to say this. I had a deacon, his wife, uh, bless her heart, at uh, the last church that I pastored, Cedar Hill Baptist, um, down in Grand Cane, Mansfield, Grand Cane, Louisiana. Built a brand. The Lord allowed us to build a new church down there. Beautiful structure, beautiful structure. But I had a deacon, his wife, uh, New Year's, Christmas and New Year's, and pastor's anniversary my anniversary, my, me and my wife, me and Jane, on our anniversary, she would fix this pan for me of um, raccoon with sweet potatoes around it, this sort of smoked and barbecued. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was so good. And I know you folks, you city folks, raccoon, oh, my God. No, it was good. Those potatoes, sweet potatoes, good. And some of the, I had some of the best pie cooking women in the world. I was twenty five pounds heavier, needless to say, um, when I <laughs> the nine years that I was there at Cedar Hill. But I said all that uh, to say this is that we had better understand that people need to see. the blessing shared 
from you individually. Because government, our money, the money that we pay into government, is definitely showing the benevolence of America in the way that they're, 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 they're throwing money out. But this is the problem. And Nancy Pelosi and, and her, her counterparts, her friends, her, her peeps, Nancy Pelosi and her peeps, this is what they're doing. This is the problem. <clears throat> the problem is they're throwing in uh, to that legislation money for things that don't relate to our present need. That we're going, that, well, you and I don't have to worry about it. Your, your grandchildren will, though. Your grandchildren may not like you very much for um, doing what you're doing. Uh, and in the midst of that, and we're going to talk about this when we come back. Any of you all remember um, Rocky and Bullwinkle? <laughs> if that's just the way the mind works. Um, my mind works. Well, just the way my mind works. Do any of you remember the Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon series? you got to be my age probably. Or, or uh, Natasha and Boris, Boris and Natasha. They were the communist spies. You can get, you can probably you know download that on Netflix or something like that. Rocky and Bullwinkle, flying squirrel and this moose, this talking moose. When I come back, I want to talk about um, the foreign spies, the Cold War that was on back then and the Cold War that is on right now. You better be aware. You better be ready. Because it is time now to wage that war. We have no choice. They're not going to let us out. The Chinese have only one option now. That's to press forward. Be as belligerent as they possibly can be. Strange. When you're caught with your hand in the cookie jar, you do have several choices as far as the reaction is concerned. You're seeing the choice that the Chinese are taking right now. You're seeing their choice. I'm CL. This is CL Bryan Show back with a home stretch. But I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. 
God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Um, I want to thank all of you for making our show as popular as it has become. And um, I want to thank, uh, I want to encourage you to go to FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, and, uh, um, you know, check out what's going on in there with their postings on YouTube. Uh, some of the things that I do uh, with them is uh, post it there. It's their YouTube um, think that um, you do yourself a great favor to become part of a movement, FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org. You know, it's strange and interesting to watch people who get caught with their hands in the cookie jar. It's always interesting to watch children get caught doing something they're not supposed to do. They're going to do one or two, three things. It's human nature. It's human nature. My, I watch my children many times. Uh, sometimes I saw them doing what they didn't think I saw them doing. <laughs> and then uh, you ask them about it. And it's, it's interesting to watch and how their mind works and turns over. It's just like yours. When you're considering um, saying something that uh, is in defense of your position. That's what happens when people get caught. Like the Chinese, who have been caught now. They've been caught not only by us, they've been caught by the rest of the nations. And they have um, a response, just like everybody who gets caught has, a response of... So what? You can have that response. You can have that response. So what? What you gonna do? <laughs> and 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 that's um, you. Uh, you're worse than me. That's what the Chinese are saying to us. The Chinese are saying, so what? What you gonna do? You're worse than me. That's what the Chinese are saying. to us. In fact, the Chinese are saying to you, America, I am not certain that you didn't start the virus. (laughs) That's what the Chinese are saying to you. The Chinese are telling their people that that we did it. We did it. That's what the Chinese are saying to you. Okay? You get it? Capiche? Their reaction to being caught is to say, so what? What are you going to do? Besides that, we think it came from you. Not us. Came from you. 
That's their reaction. It's a natural reaction, though, especially when you think back to the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Adam, uh, what, what, what's going on, man? Natural human reaction. What happened? It's the woman that you gave me. Oh, I made the choice. But it's still the fault of the woman that you gave me. There's two, there's two degrees of separation at least between me and the wrong that I did. That's what the Chinese are saying. The Chinese are saying, no, 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 no. Actually, uh, it, it, it had to be you. And your soldiers who concocted such a thing here among us. Human, natural human reaction. Catch a child. Child's going to get, I had a, my, uh, I'm not going to tell which one it was, uh, but I had you know, four of our, our four kids, Jane and I are four kids. Um, you catch one of them doing something, uh, that one would get mad at you for catching them. Yeah. And I said, we had to deal with that. And so, <laughs> yeah, they get mad at you for catching them. That's about basically a Chinese theory right there. They get mad at us for catching them. And so, um, we wrestle not uh, against flesh and blood. And then now we get the warning that uh, China trying to steal coronavirus research and we have to stop letting people come in who call themselves scholars and let them be privy to our stuff you hear me yeah we know that they try to steal from us by launching cyber attacks. We know that. And they're successful at it. What have they stolen? Now, if they steal coronavirus research that we're doing, their uh, China RX, get that by, uh, in fact, we got to have her back on. Um, the lady, who, oh my goodness, can't think of her name right off. Uh, but the book is called China RX, China. Rx states that uh, it, it says plainly that if Chinese stop making and Mary Gibson, Mary Mary Gibson, um, if the Chinese um, stop producing medicines, the American shelves will be bare. American medical shelves will be there. If the Chinese stop making medicine, the American uh, the the uh, medic medicine cabinets of America will be bare. They are making them cheap. The middlemen were getting paid. Uh, all of that's going on. You know, we were getting scammed by everybody we can get scammed by in the medical industry. We no longer have access to uh, our own doctors. We're dealing with the hospital. The doctor works for the hospital. The doctor does not work for you. Do you hear me? The doctor works for the hospital. The 
doctor no longer works for you. He's doing for you what the hospital deems okay to do for you, not what you can afford. And that's because they are in cahoots with the insurance plan that you bring to the table. Those who don't have insurance, you're going to get taken care of anyway, and we're going to pay for it. I'm paying for it. You're paying for it. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? The game that's being run on us. Being hoodwinked. Swindled. Bamboozled. It's going on right in front of our eyes. We can see it happening. The problem that we must avoid, that's the thing that's becoming a problem that we must avoid is us being helpless to do anything about it. The Chinese feel that is a part of our problem and a part of our weakness is that we talk a good game and have talked a lot of bluster over the years, but what they're running head on to now, and I don't know why Americans don't like it, they're running head on into a commander-in-chief who sees behind their BS and is calling them out. And the derangement syndrome that's going on in this country against our own president is shameful. It's shameful. He has done nothing to deserve this type of treatment. Nothing to deserve the type of treatment that uh, the Speaker of the House directs toward him. That is un-American. It is un-American. So be it. And 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 she's gonna have to pay for that though. And as I tell you, and I've told you, and I'm telling you now, the landslide victory I still predict for 2020 because no one want to tolerate the antics of Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi any longer. When I think about all of the things that we could get done if we were able to pull together the things we could get done if we were able to pull together. 
Well, friends, um, I want to thank Lucretia Hughes for coming on. Uh, Georgia, the show today, I want to thank her. Uh, I want to thank uh, my, my good friend, um, Paula White, Kane, uh, pastor of the New Destiny Christian Center in Apopka, Florida, advisor to the President of the United States, and spiritual advisor to the President of the United States. I want to thank both of them. I want to thank her for being on uh, with me, um, Paula I'm going to definitely have that hour long because, see, we must get the perspective of someone who knows the president as the person and knows him as the spiritual person as well. That's what we don't understand about the president. That's what America needs to see in our leader and our leaders. We need to see that. That's good to see that side of them. And we definitely need to see that side. We want to see that side of this president. There's a story that is untold about him. And I think the most shameful thing is that Melania Trump, one of the most beautiful women in the entire world, but yet American magazines will not adorn her lovely face on their covers. That is shameful. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and may God bless and keep you all. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.